everybody and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host Kaden and today I am back with another mystery review. This time a review on the brand new Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries Reunited and It Feels So Deadly starring Candace Cameron Bray, Lexa Doig, Mary Lou Henner, Niall Mater, and Peter Benson. If you haven't seen any of the Aurora Tea Garden Mystery series, I urge you to watch them because they're really good. I did a review a few weeks back of the first movie in the series, A Bone to Pick, which is also very good. I'm super excited to get my sleuth on, so before we jump right into today's episode, here is the trailer from for Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries Reunited and It Feels So Deadly. How fun is a high school reunion going to be? You're gonna get your money, I told you! Parker had to have been the one who killed Jack. You should be looking at Cassie Reynolds. She was obsessed with him. As Coach Caldwell. The evidence against each creates reasonable doubt about the other. I know who has a habit of telling the truth and who doesn't. Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries stars Keynes Kim Bray, Lexa Doig, Niall Meter, Mary Lou Henner, Miranda Frigon, Dylan Sloan, and Peter Benson as the crime-solving team of real murders slash police who make it their mission to figure out who killed Jack Landon at the high school reunion. Many may know Candace from her list of Hallmark movies, along with becoming the queen of Christmas this past Christmas. You also may know her from Full and Fuller House, where she's played DJ Tanner slash Fuller. Lexa has been a part of many films and television shows. An example of that would be Virgin River and this mystery series. Now, Mater has been in many Hallmark movies, along with the Christmas series Father Christmas with Aaron Krako, and of course, this mystery series. He's also in a brand new Christmas movie this year with Ashley Williams called Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater, and that looks cute and funny as well. This movie is about Aurora's high school reunion that turns deadly when the body of Jack Landon is found in the hotel pool. Aurora and her real murders club help investigate which classmate was most likely to kill. Who killed Jack? Parker, Cassie, or Coach Caldwell? Find out in Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries Reunited in It Feels So Deadly, which plays again on Wednesday, October 21st at 9 p.m. 8 central on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Now, let's get to solving this mystery. Every Aurora Tea Garden starts off with basically a lecture or presentation on a specific case, and later it turns out that the case may have something to do with the plot. It's just it's the, the case is similar to the plot. This time, the presentation was on the Sam Shepard case. In 1954, a well-liked neuro- neurosurgeon and his wife, Maryland, had friends over to watch a movie. Shepard had fallen asleep on the couch, and Maryland walked the guests out. Later that night, Maryland was bulging to death in her bedroom. According to her husband, he woke up to a noise upstairs, and when he went to see what was wrong, he saw his wife being attacked by an intruder. Shepard described a struggle with the salient, and that ended with a battle outside the house. But to the police, his story sounded far-fetched, and it gained so much publicity that it was deemed tainted, and his guilty verdict was struck down by the Supreme Court. A second trial found Shepard not guilty, but the case was never solved. So the question remains, did Sam Shepard kill his wife? Obviously, 
If you've seen the last few Tea Garden Mysteries, you know that Roe has a new boyfriend slash fiance now, Nick Miller. Last movie, he proposed to Roe and he had been struggling during the whole movie to find the perfect time to propose to Roe. And now they're happily engaged in enjoying engaged life. This movie is wrapped around the plot of a high school reunion that their whole class attends, including Jack Landon, Parker Stevens, Cassie Reynolds, Amy Landon, and Coach Caldwell. Those are all the suspects in this murder. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat that the killer is hidden in plain sight. So 24 hours earlier, Roe and Sally are helping Cassie finish planning the reunion. Arthur, Sally, and Roe all went to high school together. Jack Landon and Arthur are good friends since Jack was the captain of the football team Arthur was on. Jack keeps trying to get people to invest in his new fitness company, The Landon Method. So that's why Coach Caldwell is suing Roe's very first boyfriend RSVP'd to the reunion as well, and Roe is especially excited since they kind of are still friends, they're still in touch. At the reunion, we've got trouble. Jack Landon was murdered. Arthur, Roe, and Nick found him in the hotel pool, dead after looking for him. Cassie and Coach for a while. At first, the main suspects are just Coach Caldwell and Parker, since Cassie had told the police she thought she saw Parker arguing with Jack before he was killed. They keep looking into Coach, Forensics found Jack's blood on his shirt. They also keep looking into Parker. Jack and Parker's past, like Parker was never really friends. He wasn't even friends with Jack in high school and now they're friends. He had texted Jack a few days before or a few weeks before the reunion and said, guess what time it is? And they're questioning why he said that since that was the only text he had ever sent over the course of a year or a few years. Shirley, Jack's mom, thinks that Amy may have done it since she has a little violent temper. Um, they're mostly looking into ja um, Coach Caldwell and Parker, like I said, but they're also going to look at Amy. And Amy didn't trust Cassie and told the police and Roe that Cassie had been stalking Jack. And it went, it came back the other way that Cassie said Jack had been stalking her. But Cassie has an alibi the whole time since she put herself up at the hotel when she lives only two blocks away. And right outside the room, there's cameras. So she, if she leaves the room, someone's gonna see her on camera. So obviously she just gave herself an alibi. So if she killed Jack Landon, they would be able to see if she did or not. And Roe has, Roe is convinced that pa, that Cassie had, had done it because she's just being really suspicious and she is known to have lied a lot in high school. And plus she was seen followed out of the, hall or the banquet room right after Jack and Coach had gotten into an argument. The thing is, there's a lot of stuff to this movie. Ro and her, her ex-boyfriend Parker are catching up and that's kind of worrisome to, to Nick because uh, Nick doesn't really trust Parker. And I think I'm going to skip around a little bit after this part. Um, I think my favorite part of the movie is I don't really know. There's a lot of good parts to this movie. I think one of my favorite parts would be in the beginning of the movie when when Philip and I love Philip. Philip is one of my favorite characters. He like he's just so helpful to Roe and the crime solving team, the Real Murders Club. He's just a big part of it. I'm so glad they 
they brought like the character to Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries because it's so good. It's perfect. And I'm so glad they did that high school, their high school had their high school reunion and now everyone's back and you can see, you see all these pictures and like you get a lot of backstory, like how they were, what they were like back then. Um, Arthur actually didn't even travel in the same crowd as uh, Sally and and it's, it's interesting. Also, Jack Landon's interesting. His wife's is interesting. Like, there's a lot of different elements to this movie. And I think this one is probably one of my favorites. It's really good. It's confusing. And that was my issue last night. I could not sleep. I decided to stay up and watch it. Like, I knew that was going to be a problem just because I really wanted to see the ending. And I was like, oh, I'm so close to the ending. But then I was like, oh, it's getting late. I need to sleep. I'm tired right now because I could not fall asleep. I was tossing and turning. and I could not stop thinking about who had killed Jack. I could not stop thinking about it because it's someone who you least expect and you probably you might expect them because you, they least expect them and at first I thought it was going to be Cassie for sure just because she was pointing her fingers at pointing her finger at Parker and and Coach Caldwell and then Coach Caldwell may have been pointing at Amy I don't remember exactly who was pointing at Amy per se there's a lot of going back and forth back and forth and then it ended up being Parker Stevens. And here's why. So throughout the movie, Roe is Ro is so sure that Parker is not the killer. She she's a little little uncertain whether he might actually be the killer or not. And the thing is, is that it's not until the very end where um, Ro kind of takes a step back and looks around everything and starts thinking about everything that's happened within the past few days when she realizes that it is Parker Stevens. And how she gets to this conclusion is when, when thinking about Cassie Reynolds, something did not sit right with her. Something did not sit right with her. Like, there's no way she could have... She lived two blocks away and she decided to stay in a hotel that was that had a room that was literally outside a camera. And so Roe wanted to prove that possibly Cassie could have done it. So what they did, Roe basically climbed down this climbed down the hotel to get to the ground level. And then when when they brought Cassie in, they being the Arthur and Lynn, Cassie had told Arthur that she wasn't lying, but she did end up telling Coach Caldwell to lie and say that he did hear Parker and Jack arguing. And what got Arthur on the trail of Parker being the murderer was Cassie told them that she heard Jack yelling these big numbers at him, like six... 30,000, 50,000, 70,000. Jack's bank account, there are big deposits, there's a, there's big, not deposits, there's big pockets of money coming in from the Cayman Islands, I think, and it doesn't say who they're from, but that gets, that gets him thinking that it's Parker after all, as Roe and Nick are leaving, 
they run into Parker and Parker says he's so thankful. Like he now gets to leave. His lawyer said he gets to leave now and he's just waiting for the work, the go. And he's just so thankful for Ro to like figuring out that he didn't do it. But then he starts thinking like, because Parker said that he like, oh, I thought it was going to be. I was so sure it was going to be coach. Like coach had the blood in his shirt, like all this stuff. And just Rose just started thinking like something doesn't seem right. So she wanted to take another look and something that had didn't catch me off guard at first. But in these types of movies, they always hint at who the killer is at little things. And it probably should have been a big when Parker has a lot of money and he's going to pay for Jack. He was going to pay for Jack's funeral. Uh, could be a guilty conscience. I guess it was. And then also Nick was following him around the whole time. So when he came, so when Parker came to the library to talk to Roe, Nick just showed up. So Nick came to tell her about Jack and Amy and that Jack was yeah they were also just reminiscing jack said and parker said something about how how like oh remember when remember when you used to come to my house after school to study and you would have to get the key you have to get the key off the high ledge and you wouldn't be able to reach it and to get in the house and she'd be like oh yeah i used to have to knock it over with a vase and all this stuff and that's like that's a cute little part of the story i was like oh okay in the end when rose thinking and she's looking she looks down at the little garden alcove and she notices that like again there's a high ledge so she starts thinking back to what parker had said that he she remembers that when she was younger and in high school, Parker, the Parker used to keep the extra, the spare key to the door, to the front door on a ledge. So that had to be the place where the five inch knife was stashed. She immediately calls Nick and is like, hello, I, I think I found, I think I know where the knife is. She goes and she's on the phone with Nick the whole time. And she goes and she finds it. She's like, oh, I think I just found the murder weapon. And as she drops down, like blood is caked all over. It's so gross. And she pulls down and she's like stepping off the ladder because she was looking around. She didn't know what it was. Then comes Parker. And it's like, and they just had this discussion. And Parker just says that like, I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. It was another, it was another accident. And then Parker tells her that at, at Jack's bachelor party, when Jack asked him if he wanted to invest in his company, Jack uh, Parker didn't say yes at the at the time, but he was so distracted he missed a turn. He went over, he went down this alley, and he hit someone. Jack just told him to keep going, and then in the morning they found out that he the guy had died. So to keep Jack quiet, Jack was basically blackmailing Parker, saying that if you don't pay me. I will tell the police that what you did. And so it was getting to a point where it was get going too far. What had happened was Parker then obviously stabbed Jack and he died. But the thing was, is that Roe and Rowan Parker having this nice conversation, but when she realizes at the end, when she hears what Parker had said about him killing Jack, she kind of starts backing away and then holds up the knife again, like to, to, to defend herself. And it's like, like, get it, like, I don't, I don't know if I can trust you. And he says, you can't trust me. Like it was an accident. It was an accident. I swear it was an accident.
Ro Ro asks him if she's gonna if she's gonna kill him too because now she knows and he says no I would never hurt you I would never hurt the girl the first girl I actually loved and and she's like oh, okay but she's still defending herself but when it comes running Parker then takes the knife and is like I guess I'm I have one hostage to take and they're just she's dragging him off and then she uses her self defense skills you know starts like hit him and then Nick comes running and they have this knife fight kind of I think that was my favorite part in the last one they had a sword fight oh that was that was epic and that was my favorite scene of that movie but Ro comes and hits him in the pool they're like now he's in, now Parker's in the pool and both Arthur and Lynn come running um I think Nick or Ro may have said the killer's in the pool and he's like like he was so close to not getting caught and it was going to be Cassie Cassie was going to be arrested but Guess not. And now they're setting a wedding date. Nick and Ro are setting a wedding date, so that's probably gonna be the next one. Might be a wedding, might not. This movie was really good. There was a lot of character dynamic. I really liked it. Uh, Amy, she, at times, I was like, oh, she has to be the killer. Same with Cassie, same with Coach. But turns out it was Parker, and I was very kind of, a, I was upset because, like, Ro was upset, too. He was her first love, like, not really love. He was the first guy she dated, the first guy she kissed, and that's, that's hard. I think that would be hard, too, but I guess people can change, obviously, and I don't know. I, I just, I really liked that movie. I think that was one of the, that was probably the best Aurora Tea Garden mystery. That one was so good. I think one also one of the other good ones is A Game of Cat and Mouse. That one's really good because you don't see the killer coming. The last one you could you could you could potentially see who was the killer. It was someone in it was either Kelly or possibly um the Redding dude. But now it's time for the rating portion of today's review. So out of ten, I'm gonna give the mystery a. 10 because one it was really confusing i was so confused and you it was like all these twists and turns and and like you didn't know who could have been it could have been parker could have been cassie could have been amy could have been coach like there were so many different storylines that i thought was amazing and you got to see that's part of the plot i'll talk about plot next but i just i really liked that so i'm gonna give that a 10 out of 10 and sadly parker was the murderer now, out of 10, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the story behind it all a 8. I really liked the reunion part of the storyline. We get to see um, Ro and Arthur and Sally back when they were younger. We get to meet all these new characters that I think are really cool. We get to see Philip and Mary Lou again. Philip. Philip and Aida again. Nick again. Like, I think that was so good. And now, um, they're planning their wedding, Nick and Ro, and I'm super excited to see what comes next, and that just flows right into romance. So, out of 10, I'm going to give the story behind it all an 8 out of 10. Last but not least, romance. Out of 10, I'm going to give romance a, um, I'm going to give romance a seven. I'm gonna give romance a seven because there wasn't really that much romance in this one. There was a lot of romance in the last one just because you kind of could tell that uh, Nick was going to propose and then the ga a game of cat and mouse. You could obviously tell that Nick was infatuated with Ro uh, when the disappearing game, when Ro and Nick are introduced to each other, you can kind of tell there's a little romantic spark there. So I would have gave, I would have gave that a five, but this one, there was romance, but it wasn't really the full. So I'm going to give romance an, 
7 out of 10, and I'm super excited to see how much romance, like their wedding and everything like that, how much of it is in the next movie, and I cannot wait to see that. I also want to see Philip again. I want to see Davis. Davis is one of my favorite characters, along with Philip, and this is the best time to close out today's review. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope I did a very good job. I couldn't make all of the notes, so that's probably why I jumped really, I jumped ahead a little bit, so we didn't really get to solve the mystery that much like I wanted to, but I was busy with school, so I had to do some school stuff, so I'm very sorry about that. But I hope you enjoyed today's review. I was very, I really like this movie, so let me know. In Instagram, search the Javakane Podcast, it's all one word, and then go follow. Comment on any of the newest posts, most likely to share the tutorial doves one, go go comment on that. What movie what movie of the Rorty Garden series was your favorite? I think A Game of Cat and Mouse and um, Three Bedrooms and a Corpse. Those are my like my my top two, maybe. And then probably a disappearing game. Anyway, I'm just so glad uh, that more words are coming out. So yeah. Thank you all for listening. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode. And also go check out Tutorial Doves Review, which dropped today at 10. Uh, go check that out. Also, new reviews all week, new Christmas reviews, because this week is Have Yourself a Merry Christmas Review Week. Tomorrow is I'll Be Home for Christmas, and I'm super excited to be re reviewing that. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Sometimes I feel like I done lost it And I don't even really know the cost yet But every time fear is on my mind You remind my soul that I'm free I know I can't go on my own You came so I wouldn't have to go it alone You took the long road so you could show me home Found love better than I've ever known So now I know that I can say You are exalted above everything on the earth that I've seen Cause I know that my dreams come alive And the love that you promised to me I'll keep singing your praise and you know I believe You call my name out loud Used to think I had to do it on my own But I'm never alone now Even when I'm down in the darkness You call my name out loud Used to think I had to do it on my own But I'm never alone now